Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing how do you create wealth through real estate. So over the last two centuries, about 90% of the world's millionaires have been created by investing in real estate. But simply knowing that's not enough. So today, I want to go through the wealth building process and how you can start. But first off, here's a few things to keep in mind, which will not only help you create your property wealth, but also keep it. Number one is invest for the long term. Number two is reinvest the majority of your earnings. And number three, minimize leverage and debt. So invest for the long term. Fortunes take time to build. The medium age of a millionaire is around 59 years old. When you're buying rentals, it's important to note that rentals that you bought 15 years ago are going to be less volatile and more consistent than rentals you're buying today. Next, reinvesting the majority of your earnings. If your property or investments are not your sole or primary sources of income, reinvest at least 50% of your real estate income, which will help you compound your wealth even faster, which is great advice even if you're not investing in real estate. And number three is minimize leverage and debt. And this, people get really touchy when you're talking about debt and leverage because everybody has their own plan with leverage and debt. And people have their own uh, risk tolerance, let's say, between how much leverage and how much debt that they are comfortable with. My thinking is with smaller properties that you're buying, small multifamily properties, small rentals, is to uh, get long-term debt and pay it down. When you're getting into larger multifamily, larger rentals, commercial properties, so 30, 40, 50 units plus, this is a much different asset class because if you have 50 units paying you rent every month, right, 50 sources of income, it's going to be a, less, a lot less volatile than just having one, two, or three people paying you rent, okay? You can have three, four, five people not pay you rent with that large complex and still pay all your bills and in cash flow without really a problem. So that's why in that sense, you're not that you want to over leverage, but that some investors will refinance those every five or 10 years and pull some money out because they can reinvest that and deploy that into different assets. So starting off with one of the first routes to building wealth is what most people know is home ownership. The medium US household has approximately 68% of its wealth tied up in its primary residence. Owning your home for multiple decades can create a humble amount of personal wealth if residential real estate continues to compound at 5 to 6% per year. The downfall here is that you cannot get paid cash flow from your house. So the thing, though, is that uh, you have all your money tied up in an asset, and it's just sitting there uh, earning zero return. And not that it's bad to have a paid-for primary residence, but this shouldn't be your ultimate goal if you really want to build wealth and cash flow through real estate. Next is investing into a REIT, a real estate investment trust. We've spoken about these before. Public REITs own more than a half million properties across the U.S. as of the year end of 2019 and worth a combined $2.5 trillion in gross real estate assets. It's far and away the easiest, lowest cost of investing into real estate available today. Next is rental property, which is usually what we're talking about on this show. And in 2020, there were approximately 43 million housing units occupied by renters in the U.S., with the overwhelming majority owned by small landlords who owned one or two properties. This will increase your wealth in two ways, property price appreciation and passive rental income. That is, those are very important to note. And if you're able to source these properties for less than retail, it's going to allow you to 
to generate even more income and build your wealth even faster. So this is what we do here as rental properties. We work through syndications that we do with our investors. And this is what we found to be the best way of generating income. What I didn't know here when I was talking about it is that it's also taxed very favorably, right? Because rental income with depreciation, we get fantastic tax benefits here in the United States for buying rental property and renting it out. Next is renovating to flip. And this is the process by which you purchase a property that needs little or a lot love, fixing up and either renting it or more commonly selling it for a price above which you originally paid in usually three to six months, sometimes 12 months earlier. This in Denver takes much more time, hands-on activity, it's taxed at a very high rate, uh, and it's not recommended for passive investors. If this is your real goal is passive income, this probably isn't the route for you. Not saying not to flip houses, but make sure that when you're flipping houses and you've made profit, that you're actually investing it into passive generating, wealth generating real estate. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.